It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Coach Harrison and I met five years ago and we were in a pool, don't ask why. And I remember thinking, I like that guy. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I have two that I rotated between for the opens. Right. The other one is Brad LaRondo talking about crushing yep. a chicken parm. Yep. I think that was the one. I think that was the one last week okay. when I was on. And gotcha. I've heard it a few times. Gotcha. That one though, you kills laugh every, me every time. time. Every time. Will we ever know that story? Nope. <laughs> I would love to get. I would love to get. Uh, you know, Alan. I've talked to Alan a few times. You know, over the course of. Uh, over the course of his time at Auburn, I've talked to him a few times uh, on the record and off the record. So, like, you know, either before or right after an interview. And man, off the record, he is a gem. Um, but I would love Is to- he a lot different? I've only seen him off the record once, and it was when he came in to be on Coach Die's show yeah. when I was producing yeah. it at the time. Just real quick, welcome on into Locked on Auburn. I'm Zach Blackerby, Justin Ferguson for Ferg Friday. Oh, yeah, that's uh, at the uh, At the Auburn Observer, auburnobserver.com. And so like, he was really super cool, but he was still in like PR mode, first mm-hmm. impression mode. Yeah. And so, and then it was weird because like Coach Dye wouldn't really let him talk any because he was just like telling him all of these different things. So like, I don't think that was a fair off the record moment for but Alan Green. He's, you know, he, he's one of those guys, yeah, Alan Green, that he um, he knows there are, there are always people listening and uh, like close, close attention to him. Um, so yeah, I mean, when he speaks on the record, a lot of it is very well thought out and and like uh, you know planned ahead of time. So when you get him off the record, he's 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 a very charismatic guy. Uh, totally. And uh, but yeah, he can uh, you know he, he's really funny. That's one of the things I think you don't get a ton of like when you see him in press conferences or when fans hear him. He's a really funny dude, and I think people any fans who have gotten a chance just to you know kind of talk with him casually uh, would pick up on that. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I, I want to know. I want to know the pool story. I so do bad. too. I, I do. I would love for we'll him to do it. that. Yeah. Eventually, we'll get that, it. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good. You know, you got. We made yep. the chicken parm thing right, happen. Exactly. We so, can make the pool thing yeah, happen. So that's your next. That, that's a great off season goal, really. <laughs> like, think about it. Like after spring practice ends, and until I mean, you have a long summer to fill with something. And I think that's. I think that's a good. I think that's a good goal to have. So the way we got to Lerondo and the chicken parm thing is, I just turned the tweet notifications on. I think a lot of people did. Uh, we should just do that for uh, Alan Green, and every time he tweets, we all just bomb him with um, what ha- happened in the pool. Yeah, it worked the first time. <laughs> I mean, we're one and zero currently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta take that. You gotta take that momentum. And keep it going. Uh, I think so. Did you see Lorando include chicken parm in his tweet the other yeah, night? Yeah, because that was like, what? Are you kidding me? Yeah, because so like when he came on, when he came on and he and he did the interview with you and he they you know he dropped that in there. I was like, all right, so victory. This is the you know this is this is what's going to happen. And then when he did it yesterday, I was like. All right, it, this is officially a thing. 
Yeah, um, like that that wasn't him putting on a show because it was a thing on Locked on Auburn. No, it's like, it wasn't he's like, like, no, we're doing this. Yeah. Like, he's in. Yeah. It, I mean, there's so much that, like, this staff – is you know they're learning Auburn fans and they're trying and they're trying to connect with them and this is one way to do it for a section of the fan oh base. Oh my gosh, it's hilarious! And he and I were DMing afterwards because I was like, "Dude, I can't believe you did that." And he's like, "I thought you'd like that." We went back and forth a little bit. And I'm like, "You're you're nailing it! <laughs> like you are absolutely nailing it." I'll people you, uh, people reading it up. I tell you what else is nailing it is uh, opening up practice uh, for fans on Saturday. Uh, I was shocked. I, I I did not know what to say. So yeah, there, there's a. Uh, there's a, there are a couple of programs that do this across the country, um, and I, and I think there's you know it's easy it's an easy win right now for a new coaching staff, but also this is something also to keep in mind, people you know, recruits can't visit right now. Yeah, this is an easy way to get them on campus and let them watch practice. You know you you can't do recruiting stuff with them, but it, you know a lot of this stuff that you know a lot of stuff in springs they usually bring up kids on a bunch of unofficials where they come in and just say, "Hey, this is what practice looks like." So, what are the rules for that? Like, can they go on the field with the guys, no. or they have to just be a quote unquote normal fan? They got to be like everybody else. Got to be like everybody else, and they can't have any contact while they are on campus. They can't tour the facilities. But like when it's over. You know, coach can call them up and say, "Hey, what did you think about practice and all that?" And, that, and it's but it has to be a phone call. It can't be I th- any. I don't think. I think the rule is they cannot meet with them on campus right now because it is the dead period. That is that is the rule, and so it'll be interesting um, to see. I'm interested to see how many people show up on Saturday, um, but it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Will you be in the press box? Will you be sitting amongst the people? What will that look like for you? I guess we'll be sitting amongst the people. I don't know. From what I've been told so far i don't think they're making anything special for the media which is fine um so we might more access than you've ever had before (laughs) right like i'm not i'm not going to complain or even be like hey can we no just like if i have to dude i mean i i I covered i covered high school football again this season you know covering two a games where you know the grass was the grass Uh is barely on the field walking through mud and keeping my own stats i'm fine with it just to get you know just to get something different totally totally yeah. uh, i think it's great um and so we got a lot of questions for you All people right. ask the questions in the locked on auburn discord i'll put a link to how you can join the discord in the episode description if you're interested tyler asks you um justin what are you looking for the most out of saturday's public practice tomorrow's public practice i figure that's a good way to start yeah i'm interested to see kind of the alignment of the defense, um, you know, what it kind of looks like. We know because of the, the roster, we know, hey, these guys are tackles, these guys are ends, these guys are edge defenders. Um, what does that look like on the field? You know, linebackers, are they just all inside guys? Kind of how they're moving around and, and moving in. And checking. Maybe is there any, you know, they listed guys like Ladarius Tennyson and Eric Reed and, and stuff like that as safeties. You know, ni- are they nickels? Are they true safeties? How are they sorting all that out? I'm just interested to see, like, early on, how are they aligning this defense? Because um, I'm really curious to see who's playing where and how they're moving around and trying to find the best combination of guys. Because I think offense, you, it's pretty straightforward of who's who's where. It's a little bit more you know set in, but with a new system on defense, um, I'm I'm curious to see who plays where. Yeah, there's a lot of people that was excited, you know, following following the announcement earlier this week that there's going to be an open practice, and then they'd follow up and be like, I know we're not going to learn anything. Nope. 
just because, you know, but I, I'm just happy it's week it's one. football. Yeah, it's but week one of spring ball. I disagree. I think we are going to learn some things. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be incredibly valuable who lines up first on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be fun to see the order in which guys receive handoffs in the running backs. You're going to be able to see guys other than Bo Nix throw the football and see what that actually looks like. You know, and, and also it's like receivers right now. You're two, uh, your most experienced guy and the guy that a lot of people people think would be the leader heading into the season in terms of production both of those guys are hurt right now and mm-hmm. they're they're limited or you know they might be completely out Talk about capers and Cedric jackson yeah, yeah so i mean there's a lot of newness receiver when we talked to bo Nix on wednesday he was talking about we i got to learn you know how these guys you know how these guys catch you gotta gotta build that connection mm-hmm. up um with these receivers because you just don't have a lot of experience with them so that's gonna be another thing to keep it like I'll say this: You aren't going to learn a ton, quote unquote, a ton. But I'll say I'll say that when we, as media members, get to go to practice under the in the Gus Malzahn era, you would get fifteen or twenty minutes, and a lot of it was stretching during during some point. It was we, stretching and pace drills, and like right. pace was the only thing you got because you got to see the ones, the twos, and the threes. That was the most important thing you saw. And you do that, and you could I mean you could still go back into and everybody wrote the. A thousand word takeaways after they got done from just that little bitty viewing window. So if that's what's going, if that if we can get that out of twenty minutes, a whole practice, you know, we're going to be able to learn a lot. Um, and, you're going to write a book. Uh, I might be able to write a book. Yeah, buy the ebook at AuburnObserver.com. I'm interested to see like how what I'm going to do with it. Um, I think one of the things I might do. Yeah, and, you don't want it all in one thing, right? You got to stretch the content. Right. Out. So what I'm one of the things I might do is that you know at Substack they have. Kind of like a live updates, live discussion thing for subscribers to come in. And what I might do on Saturday is just open it up and say, hey, if you're here, if you're not here, I'm just going to just tweet what I, I'm just going to put, not tweet, but it'll be kind of like tweets. Like, I'm just going to comment with stuff that I see. And if you're here, you want to talk about it, you have questions to go at. And we'll just kind of do a live update thing. Have you, have you done that before? I haven't yet? done that before. So this will be, be cool. This will be a fun thing to try. It's kind of like Twitter, but it's only for the people who subscribe. So, man, you know, hopefully, hopefully it'll work. Absolutely, yeah. And I, I think the insight that you'll bring in real time at the uh, at the practice will be worth it enough. And uh, I mean, yeah, six dollars a month, sixty dollars a year at AuburnObserver.com. Justin Ferguson joining us. This is Locked On Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. March Madness is upon us. Did you watch any of those games last night? I was up too late watching them but you know they are all over March Madness and the cool thing about bet online is if you feel a run coming with like five or six minutes left you can live bet that thing so head over to their website make sure you have an account so you're ready to go throughout the tournament betonline.ag and uh, use promo code locked on so you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit so if you want to put in 50 bucks of fun money you'll get an extra 25 and of course if you put in 100 you get an extra 50. So, uh, highly encourage you to do that. BetOnline.ag is promo code locked on. Uh, and that is a uh, bet online, your online sportsbook experts. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Justin, our next question 
Um, Bine wants to know what your take on um, Johnson in the portal and why our guards transferring. Yeah. Okay. So this is a this is a really interesting question, and it's one I hit on my mailbag on Friday. Um, so the Justin Powell transfer, I th- took Auburn by surprise. They were expecting him to hit and play. I mm-hmm. think he's going to end up being somewhere closer to home. For whatever reason, I think seems like it's Kentucky or Louisville. Yeah, like that. The injury, you know, being away from the team, being away from everybody for so long, that could take a toll on you. But it looks like he's going to end up being closer to home. Jamal Johnson, he ended the season saying. Everybody's coming back next year. Every you know everything's going to be you know we're we're going to be able to keep this thing rolling. Yeah, a few beat writers and it may have been you that screenshotted some of the transcripts saying like it yeah. seemed like he was excited to be at Auburn next year. Yeah, and so that was a you know a lot of people are like well what the heck man like why why do you that I think it's a situation personally where playing time is going to be tight next year. Um, this is not a guarantee that Sharif Cooper is coming back, but you know boy a lot of people think it is though. Yeah, exactly. Um, I still think it's fifty fifty, but. You know, that's going to cut into some time. Trey Alexander is going to play a decent bit for Auburn next season. He is a really, really good prospect. He's the forgotten guy on the 2021 basketball and team. And of all the guards, of all the two guards, and, and even the threes, if you throw that in, of all the wings at Auburn, he'd be the highest rated one mm-hmm. as a prospect. So, yeah, keep that in mind. Um, you know, they might be moving moving around in some pieces. My my big theory of like, hey, uh, and, and me and Josh Vitale talked about it in the, in the finale, it's like, why not? JT Thor at the three. Try it out. Let's I'm see. all in on it. Let's try to see. So that would like cut into some time there. Um, and then also the other thing is is that Auburn is very is very adamant that they're trying to get people in the portal. They have contacted several several guys. Um, and the big one right now that I'm curious to curious to see is Marion Jones from um, from Penn State. He's a Birmingham kid. Um, he averaged. Um, he averaged nearly 20 points a game last season at Penn State. He's back-to-back uh, second-team All-Big Ten. He shot nearly 40% from deep last year. If Auburn can pick a guy like him up, having losing Johnson, losing power, tough because those are those are guys sure. that you want to have. But like that production can be replaced like that with one guy. I was okay with Johnson being the backup point guard next yeah. year to either Sharif or transfer guard that comes in so that i think that's going to be another thing you have to you have to get two point guards now you have to get you have to get a you have to get a spot and so like if sharif cooper comes back you know if sharif cooper comes back find another guard who can play the one behind him if but, he leaves it, you've if got comes, you've got two at that point it becomes a lot tougher though to get a transfer point guard if cooper stays mm-hmm. because you're just gonna have to go down to the next tier of talent you're gonna have to you're gonna have to look at it and say um, who's going to be willing to come in and play like a combo guard spot? Like, hey, we might be able to get you some minutes at the two, but you know, at most you're going to play six, seven, eight minutes at the one in, in games. Yeah, just when Cooper needs a breather. But even if it's a combo guard, it's like, is that player going to be good enough to be a backup point guard for six or seven minutes, and then beat out? Because I think Flanagan will start at the two. So then you got to beat out. Devin Cambridge and Trey Alexander for mm-hmm. for minutes, and it's like that's going to be really tough to do. And I think that's a glimpse of why Jamal Johnson might be moving on. Jamal, so. Jamal Johnson, Jamal Johnson's a good player. Um, Jamal Johnson, the way Auburn is recruiting in basketball, is not going to be a dude who starts for them right now. I mean, it, may, it might not, it might not, it might not ever with the way that they're they're recruiting. So he has an opportunity to go somewhere else. And possibly start like he he is going to be. I mean, the way he played this season was it was a especially towards the end of the year showed that he could go start somewhere else. Might not be in the SEC, but I think that might be where he, what he ends up doing. Like I wouldn't be surprised. 
again, this is just speculation. I don't know who's contacted him or anything. But, like, if UAB wanted him, I mean, Andy Kennedy would love a dude, and and, and AK has seen him play before. He'd be great there. Honestly, mm-hmm. you got a good chance of making it to the tournament. You're probably going to play in the postseason. Hometown kid. Like, I love it. Makes, it makes a lot of sense. I love it. Absolutely. All right, my favorite question for Justin coming up right here on Locked on Auburn. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It's Built Bar Madness. You thought March Madness was the big tournament that was currently happening. Well, there's another one. It's Built Bar Madness. Head over to BuiltBar.com to check out today's matchup. And uh, also check out their social media, bar underscore built on Twitter. Remember to use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Jay Ferg, before we uh, before we get into more questions, um, how can folks uh, sign up for all the great stuff that you're doing at the Auburn Observer? Yeah, AuburnObserver.com. What you do is if you go there for the first time, there's going to be a little thing that says like, "Hey, you want to check? You want to check out what we got going on?" You can put in your email address, and they'll send you an email for like a um, you know a free thing to kind of look around, and it'll give you a link to to subscribe. Or you can just click on a little thing. Hey, let me check it out first. You can click around on the site. Um, but what you can do there is uh, is for six dollars a month or six dollars a year if you subscribe. Uh, you get everything we write, every one of our podcasts sent straight into your email inbox. You don't have to wait on me to tweet it, or you don't have to go check a check a website. It'll all live in your inbox and be easy to read and listen to in there. Yeah, very. Uh, it's very clean on your desktop or mm-hmm. laptop. It's also very easy to use uh, reading it on your phone. With, it's super easy with the gifs and the videos and all that, that you put in there. It, it all works great. Yeah, and you know, I'm I'm somebody who's subscribed to quite a few Substacks. Part of the reason why. I did Substack because sure. I liked it for, beforehand. Um, and, uh, yeah, once you get adjusted to reading that in that format, it, it works really, really well, especially with your phone apps, uh, with your email apps. They, they, yeah. they read really well. Absolutely. All right, War Eagle Mike asks uh, in the Locked on Upper Discord, I'd like to hear Jay Ferg's opinion on the parallels between Brian Harson's and Bruce Pearl's culture-building efforts in their first year as head coach. Mm. I know Harson has only been uh, coach for less than six months, but he seems to be going all out and trying to get the fans to buy in. I love that question. Yeah, it's in it, different ways of going about it. Yep. But I like what he said there. And, and they're trying to get the fans too. to buy. Oh, yeah. Because Harson's not a raw, raw guy. Bruce Pearl is. Bruce Pearl is. Bruce Pearl was coming from TV. Bruce Pearl was coming in from being the guy who painted himself up to go to a Tennessee women's basketball game. Like, sure. that, he's that kind of guy. He had to get people to buy in, you know, to a program that hadn't had much success with, hey, we're going to be good. Get ready. We're going to be good. We're going to put on a show. We're going to make Auburn basketball fun and exciting for you. And it, it took a while, but they got there, obviously. Brian Harson's thing is, is like, look, man, you don't have to sell people on watching Auburn football. Mm-hmm. They're going to watch Auburn football. You've got to get them to buy into you and your style and, like, this is why it's going to work. 
this is why my way is going to work here. Mm-hmm. And that's why you do things like go all in on promoting uh, the, the stuff with, uh, with winter workouts right. and like making a big deal about, Hey, these are the high, these are the weight changes. Here's the guys who got big, you know, big gains in the weight room doing different ways to go about it. So I think it's a lot of that, yeah. you know, it's, it's a different style. And I think Nick Brom said it best when he was talking about earlier this week about like the one rep maxes versus multi rep maxes. He's like, you know, there's no right or wrong way to do it. It's just a different way of doing it. And I think Brian Hartson's got to do this. Like Gus Malzahn had success at Auburn. Gene Chizik won a national championship. Tommy Tuberville had success at Auburn. People who have come before him are very successful. It's not like when Bruce Pearl came in at Auburn basketball and there had been right. so much trouble for so long. But you got to come in and say, hey, we're doing things differently, and this is how we're going to get it done and, and excite a fan base that way. And for a decent amount of Auburn fans that I've seen, this toughness, 1-0 and you know, every day, fourth and one mentality, all that stuff that he is preaching right now, that resonates with a certain amount of Auburn fans. Um and honestly, I think a lot of people have pointed it back to like the, like when Pat Dye took over. It's a new way of doing things, and they hope it's they hope that like Dye, that new way of doing things gets them up there with Alabama, up there with Georgia, and being a consistent contender in the SEC. Absolutely. All right. Um, another question from this is from Jamie. What is the best burger in Auburn, according to Jay Ferg? So I'm not a huge burger guy. Um, so I feel like I'm I'm underqualified to, to answer this question. But I have always been, I've always been uh, satisfied with uh, Sheila C's. I think it's overrated. Okay, it's it's expensive. I will I will give it that. And it's just kind of, I just don't think there's anything special about it. I don't think it's I think bad. It's, I, yeah, I think it's solid and like it, it gets the job done. But for me, I'm like I look at that. I'm like, all right, it's a burger. Like I'm I'm just. Yeah, my favorite is the bison burger at the Hound. Ooh, nah, I have good. not had that yet before. Talk about expensive. I mean, it's, it's yeah. up, but I think it's worth it's it. It's bison though, so uh, I think yeah. It's worth I, it. I think I think if you go to um, a place like the Hound, go to a place like Bow and Arrow, any of those places like that, their burgers are gonna be pretty good. Sure. I've heard really good things about the Bow and Arrow burger. I just when I go there, I get I get brisket. It, yeah, I get yeah. a bunch of other stuff. Right. Um, all right, Jamie also asked best wings in Auburn, according to Jay Ferg. Okay, so I am a true believer in uh, Willie's um, downtown. Yeah. Um, they are on the smaller end, so that's, you have that, to get more. Right. But I think they're fla- I think flavor wise, they're they're the best. They're the best ones to, to get in Auburn. I like Charlie's Family Kitchens wings. Really love them. Okay, I'll have to t- try try those out. And then I'll also different kind of wings. We know this, but I will ride for Moe's wings, especially on wing night. They're smoked, correct? Yes, they're smoked, and they give them a little flash fry at the end. And they're a different, they're a different animal because it's white sauce that you dip them in. But yeah, I, I love Mo's wings. Phoenix from Tennessee asks: um, First week, almost done. It's hard to be impressed, but between what you know and here, name three guys who have your attention. Uh, Owen Papo went went pretty pretty effusive with his praise of uh, Ladarius Tennyson on Wednesday. Okay. He's a guy I've heard a lot about this offseason. Where do you think he's lined up at? Nickel makes the most sense, but maybe maybe throw him back at safety and let him work there with, with Smoke Monday. We'll, we'll see. I, that's another thing I'm interested in seeing on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one. Um, number two, I will go with... Uh, um, yeah, man, it is, it is really early. <laughs> I will say that. Um, what about a guy like Tayshawn Manning? Harson has really sung his praises. Uh, you know what? Tayshawn Manning's a good one. I'll, I'll 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 flip on this, and this is an easy one to say. But I would I what stood out to me 
was when Brian Harson was running down. Hey, here are all these guys that have been leaders. Tayshawn Manning was one of them, and I and I think that's a bi- that's a big deal. He gave him an Iron Man of the Week title mm-hmm. early on. I thought that was cool. Here's another one, and it's easy because he's arguably the best player on the team. Tank Bigsby. Mm-hmm. Why why is that impressive with Tank Bigsby to me? He he mentioned all these guys that were leaders in workouts. Tank was the only underclassman. He's only in his second year here. We heard a similar thing though about Tank last year mm-hmm. before uh, before spring was canceled, and there was kind of build up. It's, you heard stories about Tank kind of taking over the the running back room as far as you know getting guys ready and fired up. And Tank's teammates believe that he can like he's going to put on a real show this year. Um, we had Anthony Schwartz on Locked On Auburn last week, mm-hmm, right? And he was like, "This guy can win a Heisman if he stays healthy." I, you know, I was on I was on Fine Bomb earlier this week, and he was talking about he was asking. That's about a flex, tank. by the way. <laughs> so just saying it, just to just to uh, thank you for slumming it here with me. <laughs> he asked me about he asked me about Tank, and I said, and, and this is what I believe, like halfway through his freshman season at Auburn, I said, I think this guy has the chance to be the best running back Auburn has had since the dude who was coaching him, mm-hmm. Cadillac Williams, and I think it. I mean, he averaged more yards per carry as a freshman. That any Auburn running back, any number one Auburn running back has had since the year I was born. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, he is in a an elite territory. So I'll, I'll put that there. Uh, and you know, early on, early on, I will uh, I will say I've heard a lot of great things about Owen Papo as well. I know we talked to him earlier this week, but like, Owen's one of those guys that is thriving in this scheme because if you're asking your linebackers to do some of everything in what they do. Um, and I wrote about it on Thursday, The Observer. He is that guy. He is mm-hmm. that type of guy, and I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna have a huge year. It also helps to be playing next to Jacoby. It's gonna be nice. Yeah, yeah. it'll be. It'll it's be, very be nice. nice. Very nice. Um, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this, but Ben asks if you have any thoughts on the comments that that came out um, from the Patriots quarterbacks coach about Jarrett Stidham being so like far away from being ready for the NFL because Auburn did not prepare him enough. Yeah. I don't think that's really relevant anymore. A lot of people are making a big deal out of it, but it's like I thought we were done having this conversation because like are. it was kind of well known that Malzahn's offense did not mentally prepare you. But it's a different scheme. It it's, was a- it's different, and you know we talked about using numbers instead of letters, and you've talked about that before with the wide receivers and and things like that. And so it's just kind of like yeah, we knew this. Yeah. That this isn't a shock. This isn't a shock. Uh, I'll. This has always been my point about this. Gus Malzahn's job was not to get guys, quarterbacks ready to play in the NFL. It wasn't. Now it's a side effect of being good at your job. Um, if if that if that's the case, but like look at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. How many quarterbacks has Ohio State got gotten ready for the NFL? That's a great point. Justin Fields is going to be the one. They thought Haskins might have been the one. That that ain't it. But um, no, it's his job was to win football games in the way that the the way that he did it and like. You know, Alabama up until recently wasn't getting dudes you know ready for the NFL. It's You're fine, right. and even still at the quarterback position, it's like, okay, Jalen's got a chance to compete for the starting job with the Eagles, but like Miami's trying to find another quarterback to get in front of Tua. So, and then like you hear reports all over the place with Mac Jones. Like, is Mac Jones going to be a good NFL quarterback? Some people think so, and some people don't. So, like, there's no, yeah. there's no telling. So even even Alabama now, it's like they don't really have a dude yet, right? And Again, when Gus Malzahn's offense worked, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. It's not a pro pro style offense. It's not an offense. It's not even one of the the fun fast paced spread offenses that we are starting to see in the NFL. It's a it's its own kind of unique creation, and you got to be Cam Newton. 
Yeah, that's that's all. That's it. Just got to be Cam Newton. <laughs> got to be Cam Newton. Uh, Justin, one more time. Give us the rundown. AuburnObserver.com. Uh, $6 a month, $60 a year. Sign up. All the stuff gets emailed to your inbox. Uh, if you want to check out our podcast, we do for free on the weekends. Auburn Observer, wherever you listen to them. Yeah, absolutely. That is Justin Ferguson. We will be back on Monday right here on Locked on Auburn to recap the open practice as well as other things going on in Auburn sports. Once again, right here on Locked on Auburn. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.